Man, did y'all did y'all go to the the Badu Scott show this weekend, fam? I mean, I stopped by for a second or two, and I was chilling. I, I found a little spot in the grass. That's <laughs> <laughs> a soft spot in the grass on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> my drink. I had my own hair wrap on with the Badu. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely had like five candles lit. Oh yeah. At one point, I had I had started with the incense and I lit the five candles because I was like, by the time the candles get going, the incense should be dying down. Mm-hmm. All right, with the ambiance. Right, had the patio open, had the lights out, man. I gotta find. I gotta get me some more uh, candles. It was great. It was a great night for me. I enjoyed that so thoroughly. It was it it was great. <laughs> I'm sad I missed on and on though. Yeah, yeah. She came off the gate knocking. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. after what's it call it? You got me when they both played that. That was tight. Uh y'all gonna come to uh the Nelly the Nelly Luda battle this Saturday? Hell <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Yeah, I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there because I'll be interested, you know. Hey, Deuce, uh, who you got? Oh, he gone. I was about to say, uh, you know who he got. You know he hate Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> he hate Ludacris. <laughs> but it's not like I've actually been interested. I'm like, yeah, I might, I might roll through that one. Like, that's the first <laughs> one that I've been like, oh, man, I might, you know. It's going to be a bunch of 30-year-olds like, yeah. in there. Right. Hell yeah. And with Air Force Ones on this shit. In a bad day. Bad days. <laughs> vocal tank tops. <laughs> if you ever hold a vocal tank top, you a wild boy. <laughs> That's like not like the uh, less problematic cousin of the G Unit tank top. <laughs> Throw them G Unit tank tops. <laughs> hey, them motherfuckers are selling everywhere, bro. Oh, what, dog? <laughs> Hey, you was looking like you was fresh out of out the pen, bro. <laughs> fresh out of prison with that old, bro. So before we start the show, I want to know, since this is a rap thing, they probably going to be battling. Y'all got Luda or y'all got Nelly this weekend? Who y'all got? I think we're all winners here. <laughs> I think we're all winners. Yeah, I'll go with that too, but... Uh... Let me ask you this: Who do you think got the stronger catalog? I put it like that. Who are you like low key going for? Like, okay, like I can't wait. I honestly feel that it's it's a closer than niggas think. I feel like Ludacris has more features, so like he has a lot of features. Yeah, Ludacris got hella features. So with that alone, I feel like Ludacris go. You know, he go. He go go head to head. Like he could grab chopped and screwed with T Pain. Yeah, welcome to Atlanta. That's where I'm. No, I'm just saying like that's. One of the, I mean, he can. I mean, that's the four. I'm gonna go with Luda. I mean, it's only twenty songs. I th- I think Nelly got twenty. I think Nelly can do twenty between him and the same lunatics and. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I just want to hear um, "Drop Down, Get Your Eagle On." I, I feel like I, you can, <laughs> I hated that song. So I, I hated I that still, album. I still hey, that was my not favorite. like that. I hated song. both those albums actually. <laughs> I, I had sweats and soup. Sweat was better than uh, <laughs> or soup was better than sweat to me, but uh, like neither one of them can play a song after like two thousand seven. Yeah, that's the problem. Like it's like hey, Nelly go cool with that with that Tim McGraw song. Right, it was just hey. only just a dream. I'm, uh, over and over again. Over That's and over again. Yeah, with fire. Tim McGraw. <laughs> that was mm. fire. 
Yeah, that song was. That song Wait, he got both of those then. That song's called. I don't even know what the other song was that you just sung, but. She gonna play <laughs> Stepped on My J's. <laughs> they got some really bad songs, man. They got yeah. some hits. Hey, it's gonna be women in there with apple bottle jeans on. Can anybody that bought apple bottoms still fit apple bottoms? Man. Probably. Mm. Some can. I mean, some, yeah, some of them may have picked up some junk. Some, some junk. might be able to fit them now. You couldn't back then. That's picked the, up that's the real junk. thing. <laughs> some junk. Put it in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? Just, just to be equal opportunity, like all them people that had oversized jerseys back in the day, they can probably fit them now properly. Yeah. I, I can't fit my 07 <laughs> senior hoodie, though. <laughs> <laughs> you used to wear still too damn big. It's still too big. I wore it this weekend. I'm like, damn. Niggas is wearing Jordan jeans out here, bro. <laughs> oh, y'all what? Y'all, y'all remember jeans look. that had like all the uh, NBA logos on them? Of course. They had the hats. Oh, I actually had the hat. Yeah. I had the hat. It was all white. White logos on white. Mm-hmm. Those were the good old days. Anyways. Let's start the show. Welcome to episode 149 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catching, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Oh, that was a good one. I think I heard it reverberating, too. Yeah, I heard it. That called somebody's shit. I'm the OJ. Only known as? The OJ. I'm Camille, point guard of the crew of the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the mm. gentleman. The, the gentleman. gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. Jabari. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and mosey on over to this here website, right? It's called www.techthefile.com. Let's get to put the K on that motherfucker. You can also find us on Facebook and Technical File Podcast. Which is, oh, shit. No, I tried to. Couldn't do it. Go ahead, rewind that. Hey, appreciate you. All right, www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You can also find us on the Facebook at Technical File Podcast, which is our Facebook page. Oof. And Technical File Pod Overtime, which is our Facebook group where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and fam. You can also find us on Instagram and the Twitter at Technical File. Jesus Christ. It was rough today. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. It's a struggle buggle there. Mm-hmm. Never would have made it. <laughs> 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 Oh, like I say every week, man. If you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing technical file fam, um, share with everybody you know, man. Your mama, your daddy, your granny, your uncle, your granddaddy, your mama, your poppy, everybody, mama dear, everybody. Who did you say, mama dear or Madea? Mama dear, nigga. Uh, I ain't hear that deer at all. Like you, I ain't hear that. Hey, put put your glass back on so you hear. 
I'm doing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. You agree with me? Because your glasses make you hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all some niggas, man. Oh, yeah, mean that, you're not sure about it, though, goddamn. Take five shots. You ain't got one. I got one. Go ahead. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Um, post a picture of you from like 04, like back in Nelly and Heyday. Oh, shit. Oh, 04? Oh, show, show, show us your most quintessential 2004 outfit. So yeah, if, you're, if you're not familiar with the Tech File Challenge or whatever, um, we ask y'all to screenshot when you listen to so like right now, take a screenshot of the show. And now also uh, find a picture of yourself from like the 04 era. Like a fit that would fit the Nelly Luda battle this weekend. And hmm. post it on social media and tag us. Let people know. Like, I, we want to see the fits. We want to see the fits. And, you know, let people know you're listening. So that's the Tech File Challenge. Screenshot <laughs> and upload. It's going to be some Booga Wolf. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I look like shit. Still do. I gotta find a picture of myself. No, I don't think I wanna post a picture of myself in that time. Period. I give you that right now. Because of the damn pandemic. I give you that. <laughs> like one of the goddamn wild things. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm all right. I'm gonna be. Uh, I guess we gotta post pictures of our, ourselves from that time mm-hmm. period, too. We asking them to do that. Huh? I would say like 2000 <laughs> to 2005, somewhere in there. Ooh. Yeah, okay, for sure. I'm going to ask my mom to send me some pictures. Ooh. But wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Google Podcasts. Yep. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to think of a sound effect. Go ahead. Keep going, brother. <laughs> Stitcher. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spotify. Spotify. Okay. Okay. Who in there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wooshka. Wooshka. Himalaya. Like a player. And wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Oh, you did it out oh, of order, man. It was, I it was him. weird. I heard him. Yeah, you forgot the iHeart. Then you put Wooshka before the Himalaya. I was all thrown off. I didn't even have a... I, the Wooshka didn't even come from my spirit this week, man. You had a player all messed up. The Wooshka didn't come from my spirit. See, the problem is I wrote it out this week and I forgot iHeart Radio and I put it in the wrong order. So, you know what? Can we re- can't that rewind that, please. Uh, Wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. yep. SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitch it up, <laughs> Stitch it up. <laughs> Did you make a Stitcher radio? <laughs> 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 Himalaya, Lego player, Wooska, Wooska, and wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. While there, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, five stars are better, and review. It helps us and we appreciate it. For sure. And thank y'all to everybody who did the Tech File Challenge last week. We just told y'all to put somebody else on in Milwaukee. We issued y'all a personal challenge because over the last two weeks, Y'all was coming in at number two for our top listening cities, and that's unacceptable. Like, we from here. We, we need y'all number one with a bullet every week. The city need to be buzzing about us first. And this week, number one listening cities of the week, 
Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome back to the topic. <laughs> Keep it there. Keep it there. Keep it growing. Keep it there. Keep it there. Number two, Clifton, New Jersey. All right, Clifton, what up? Number three, Everett, Washington. All right. Can I see you? How's the coast, baby? Out here. <laughs> yeah. Before we got Houston, Texas. Hey, Stone, always showing love. Yeah. Okay, we got focus. Okay. Everybody's all around. Number five, we got Monroe, Washington. Okay. Oh, Washington showing up. I see Two y'all. times in the top five. Hmm. Number six, we got Fresno, Texas. Texas love. Number seven, we got St. Paul, Minneapolis. Oh, or Minnesota. I always, I always do that because they, they, they always go together in my head. We got St. Paul, Mini, or Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis ain't here this week. <laughs> oh. Some Minnesota, though. <laughs> so they don't get a song because they're from St. Paul? <laughs> Man, it ain't the same without Minneapolis. But we appreciate y'all, St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight was Elgin, uh, Illinois. Okay, Illinois. <clears throat> number nine was Chicago, Illinois. Chantel. And number 10, we had Atlanta, Georgia. ATL, what up? ATL. International listeners included Ireland and Spain. So shout out to the international listeners. We appreciate y'all. Spain be tuning in like every week. So I don't right. know who shout we out got Spain. out there in Spain, but we appreciate y'all. Also... We are celebrating our three-year anniversary next week. For episode 150, we are going to be celebrating three years in the podcast game. We are going to be live streaming episode 50 on Facebook in real time so y'all can be part of the show with us. We will be promoting that. And also, speaking of promotions, we got t-shirts because we got to celebrate the event. You know what I'm saying? Eric... Can you tell the people more about where to find the t-shirts? No, I'm chewing. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I wasn't even looking. I was like, oh. I'm like shaking my head vigorously. Like, no, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at this bottle of water, to be honest with you, trying to figure out if I could open it with one hand. So I wasn't even looking at you. One bottle. <laughs> Why can't you use two hands? Because I'm holding the phone with the other one. Why can't you? What? I know. I already. She could have just put the phone down and opened a damn bottle. Of water. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm like. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all the little hacks to free his hands up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. The both of them. The both of them. <laughs> just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> But for right now, the uh, link is in our IG bio. Um, we're posting regularly, uh, so just keep a uh, keep an eye out for our uh, our social medias. For sure. And with that being said, let's get into the topics of the week. In a world. Where we're quarantined. Sports are done, but tech files still need shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so now we had, so now we're choosing random movies to watch. Talk shit about tech files. Tech files cinema. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, we'll just go. You know, it's going to take a couple weeks, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We'll go get there. It's new. It's new. You know what I mean? 
doing new things out here. Um, this week though, our movie of the week was Talladega Nights. So we brought back four uh, previous losers and said, uh, "Let's let's get a vote on previous losers." You know, there's some great movies that just didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had Talladega Nights. Can I believe that was your suggestion? Yes, I said uh, Friday Night Lights. <clears throat> Tim went with Moneyball and Eric went with Loving Basketball. Mm. So, in case you're not familiar with Talladega Nights, it came out in 2006. This is prime Nelly Ludacris time. <laughs> and uh, IMDb, IMDb describes the movie as such. Number one NASCAR driver Ricky Bobby stays atop the heap thanks to a Packed with his best friend and teammate, Cal Naughton Jr. But when a French Formula One driver makes his way up the ladder, Ricky Bobby's talent and devotion are put to the test. That is the most polite way to frame this movie I have. Like, I, I didn't know what they were going to say. I was like, how do you explain this movie? But y'all did a good job, IMDb. That's, that's great. It's a great summer. Now, have y'all when seen the hell did you make a pact with Cal? <laughs> that they're going to be best friends forever. Bro, this damn movie, bro. <laughs> Wait, I'll, y'all have all of y'all seen this before? Yeah. Yes. Can I have not. This is my first time seeing it. Wow. Oh, interesting. Well, so you described it then. How? What you think this? Go ahead. <laughs> we just told what it was about. IMBD. Ken, how you felt about? Oh, uh, um. Well, shit. It was um. Well, you want me to talk about what the movie's about or how? You supposed to describe it? How like what was about? Oh, so uh, Will Ferrell, he this like um, race car driver. His daddy left him, but his daddy was a race car, was a semi-pro race driver. <laughs> but his daddy was he just popped up. His daddy popped up <laughs> randomly during a um, during career, the day. Uh, career day. But How he do you know for, like, it was career years. day? Exactly. That's when he I was said. gone for ten years. Look, the movie don't it ain't supposed to make sense, but that's like the first thing I thought of. Like, yeah, how like, do you what know? The hell? All the time to show up. You show up for career day, ten years. For career day, bro. You ain't got no career. (laughs) (laughs) Then you get hauled away by the cops and shit. He came and raised the hell with them kids. (laughs) (laughs) He did. But um, them kids going though. His best friend, they shake and bake. Um, and he embraced it too. But low key, Ricky Bobby was cold, but he but he needed help to be. Bro, they cheated a lot of times. The niggas cheating. <laughs> they cheated every race, bro. Yeah. How the fuck? Y'all slipped. Hey, that slingshot was cold, though. Bro, it was cold. Use the slipstream and then let him. Uh, and yeah, bro. I was like, when I first seen it, I was like, so you gonna let my man do this every race? <laughs> and it was funny when Cal would bring up, like, hey, maybe maybe this week I could, uh, I could you win. know. He's like, no, that's a terrible idea. Like, why the hell would I do that? <laughs> well, if you gonna win, how am I gonna win? I'm like, come on, bro. Oh, that, movie, that movie made me laugh a lot a couple times. I haven't yeah. seen it, it was in ignorant. a while. It was very ignorant. It was very ignorant. And I forgot like how movies of this time... Like, it was just a lot of these types of movies that came out around this it, time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really was. It, it probably wouldn't... Mm-hmm. They would not work now. No, if it, really, if it was like released it. now, no, they'd have got him out the paint. Yeah. But, yeah, the, kid, yeah. the kids made me laugh when I first saw them. <laughs> They were just they was going in on the granddad, though. Yeah, <laughs> granddad was only like one. They was going in on dudes. <laughs> 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 Shut your fucking face, you old fuck. Oh my god, damn, dog. Dude's like, I'm 10 years old, but I'll still. I was like, damn. Like, you gonna let him talk, talk to me like that? Like that? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm gonna let him talk to you like that. I'm like, damn, dog. I was like, damn. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, man, it was a it was a typical Will Ferrell movie. I'll say that pretty much. Yeah. So if you know Will Ferrell, you know basically know the type of humor that's in this movie. I did tell Camille earlier that he's an acquired taste. He is. He hit or miss too, though. Yeah. Definitely hit or miss. And uh, I said, like, I, there were some things that made me laugh out loud, but there were other things that made me like cringe. And I was, yeah, like, I was like, this is not even funny. Like, I, I was like, I was like, we can write better shit than this. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of it seemed like they just kind of like they had an idea of what the plot was, and they kind of just improvised. And I yeah. literally was thinking, like, yeah, they definitely improvised almost all this shit. No, that like that's how they make their movies. Like they kind of yeah. have like rough outlines of like what this what the. What the plot is, and they just kind of riff. They got WWE writers. Here's the sticking points. Just make sure you hit these plot points. Pretty much. Like, damn. I mean, when you got that many comedians, I'll probably do the exact same thing. You said that's how they made Step Brothers, too. Like, I hated that. so much random. What? You hate to do Step Brothers. That was a miss for me. No, that's probably the best. Step Brothers, yeah, that was the best best World Fair movie. Step Brothers, hilarious. Did not like it. (laughs) (laughs) I have to think about Will Ferrell's movies in order to see which best one is to me. Anchorman tops it for me. Yeah, I I think Step Brothers is funnier. Step Brothers is funnier. Step Brothers is like joke joke for joke. Yeah, Step Step Brothers. Yeah, you put your nuts on my trunk. <laughs> he literally, literally took his nuts out. He put him on his Hey, man, y'all reckless. What the fuck? Like, no. That's hilarious. Bosa holes alone. <laughs> like, that, that alone is just pure comedy. Oh, man, how many? But I feel like this this movie is kind of hard to because it's really just the jokes. Like the sports are very unimportant. To yeah. Yeah, it was just jokes upon jokes. It was some funny jokes, though. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. When he thought he was on fire, but he wasn't on fire. That shit was ridiculous, bro. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Uh, this shit is not a hand. Like, <laughs> 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 they were I like, Michael Clark Duncan was in this movie, though. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Apparently, they were looking at, like, any... They had so many different black actors they were thinking of in that role before they got to Michael. It was crazy. Like, they list was extensive. Like, they wanted, like, Denzel. Then they was looking at Chris Rock. <laughs> then they... Damn. Like... <laughs> I mean, he's just... Give him the budget for it. I'm going to read the list. Samuel L. Jackson. Jamie oh, Foxx. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Will Smith. Damn. Denzel Washington. Cuba Gooding Jr. Kadeem Harrison. Tracy Morgan. Eddie Murphy. Tommy Davidson. Chris Rock. They literally Terry wanted Cruz, every black person. Chris Tucker and Tay Diggs were considered for the role. Literally wanted every black well, person. Well, I mean, NASCAR <laughs> probably stepped in a little bit. Black person. And the that budget is crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy-ass budget to be able to just, I, mean, I, mean, I want all of these. Oh, what I mean, if you think about it, like, all the sponsors that they had in the movie like were real, had to be real sponsors because they gave them like yeah. the actual names. Yeah, they said that uh, the the major race car ones, so like Perrier, Wonder Bread, they didn't actually, they weren't like official sponsors, or they didn't ask for the product placement. Like Welfare on them kind of did it, and then they cut a deal on the back end with a couple. But Perrier had no in, involvement. Like they were just kind of like, oh, mm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's got some love. 
Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a lot of. I was like, damn, there, oh, y'all got brand everywhere, brand like a motherfucker. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he was a man. He had a beard. <laughs> He's like, I like to think that he had a tuxedo T-shirt on. <laughs> In the blueprint, he, they just be that's like they be just going. My Jesus, God. I was like, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> But I could I couldn't help but laugh at the same time. But let me ask you, what y'all writing in the movie? Uh, I mean, I'm, gonna be mad. I'm saying two. I'm gonna say two and a half. Yeah, I'm a two. I give it. I give. Three. I give it three. Three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's going okay. Average about about a three. Twenty one million dollars. Woo! Woo! Oh right, man, you got twenty one mil. How the hell you ain't got no money because you do? You let your best friend take your chicken three hours. <laughs> Dog, cut, put that shit was wild. Family pictures, fam. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody acted like it was just normal. Like the kids ran on and like cool. It was wild, bro. But yeah, the kids got kicked out. Yeah, it was it was it was entertaining. Like I said, some uh, things in age well. Some things were kind of cringy, but like the how much they were like poo-pooing on him for being gay like the just the that was kind of like okay I guess. it actually wasn't as bad as I would have expected a 2006 movie to be about yeah. like given that being gay was the joke but it wasn't like mean spirited yeah for the most part mm-hmm. it was just like oh it's funny to have a gay dude in NASCAR cause you know like like that was the joke not him being gay I guess mm, some of us felt like it was part of him being gay like the analogy when he came back we're just like staring or like Saying stuff like you're in pole position, like didn't mean that. Like, 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 right, it was, like had the double entendres. Yeah, like, there were well, okay, like, like it wasn't like, like malicious though. Like it was like the joke was him being gay, but it wasn't yes. like gay people are like you know. And I think that you could clearly see that that's where they're coming back to having a full circle. Will Ferrell kissing them at the end. Like I think mm-hmm. they wanted to show like we don't have any any problem, but like leading up to it, I was just like, oh, that was weird. Like something I'm like that's that, that was weird. Like whereas like in. The hangover, like they said, the F word, and I'm like, mm. yeah, like, that hit a little different. Now. <laughs> it do though. That do pierce you. You be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> haven't heard that word in a while. Uh, exactly, Jesus. It's not part of my vocabulary. That's I like, mean, um, no, I'm not gonna get us off topic. What you find, fam? I found it on iPad. Aha, I got our show pulled up. It's <laughs> <laughs> my first anyway. time double screening. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Um, next week, what do y'all pick? Which y'all wanna which I want people to vote on? I got Great White Hype. Okay. Oh shit. Uh gimme Coach Carter. Damn. This one bar took my shit. Um Damn. I'm like ah, there's who got a rapper or something? What's popping? Oh, uh, my bad, it's a woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, K, baby. Di- oh, I can't be mad at that little face. Look at him. Mm-mm. Just mind his business, popping. <laughs> hey, you know mine. Right. Quit <laughs> clacking away. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the longest yard this week. Uh, oh, that one, that might win. Speaking um, of things that might not age as well, but wait, which one, the old one or the new one? The newer one with Adam okay. Sandler. 
I think I'm gonna do um Varsity Blue. No, that's cool. Yeah. I actually wouldn't mind watching any of these movies, so mm-hmm. can't lose. All right, so make sure y'all vote. We need y'all to tell us what to watch, what to, you know, what we're gonna be talking about. Mm-hmm. So we got some news about uh, some of these major leagues looking to come on back. So we're gonna talk about the NBA, what they've been doing, MLB, <clears> what they've been doing, talking about the Premier League, some stuff they don't. All right, all right. So. NBA first. The Players Association has actually started polling its membership about how their individuals stand on a return to play this season. Now, Adam Silver did say that no decision needs to be made this month and that, you know, that site that we were talking about, the bubble ideas, he said that's actually among the most likely scenarios, possibly in Orlando or Vegas, as we talked about on the show before. Right. Um, and the audio call that ESPN was able to listen to. So, Seem like they're get they're they're trying to get their feelers out, get some things mm-hmm. going. I've seen some players tweeting about it already, saying like, "Y'all should be voting yes." And I'm like, "Oh, public campaigning." Did they have a, uh, a a secret players group of like LeBron and them that they said came out earlier? It was like LeBron, Kawhi, Steph. Uh, they had like a players coalition group or some shit like that. I ain't hear nothing about well, that. I don't know about that, but I do know that I just saw a tweet saying that superstars so. I don't know who's in, all included in that, but like superstars are pushing for a return to play, um, if you know, like it's safe for them to, to do. do it. Okay. Yeah. So, Tim, sound like your source had had the the details of who was in um, the superstar it, coalition. Mine says uh, NBA superstars pushing to resume season. Haynes sources LeBron, Steph, Giannis, Kawhi among all stars who formed United Front to restart season during private call on Monday via Yahoo Sports. Oh, okay. Oh, Yahoo dropping names. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Um, one of the players that I saw publicly campaigning was um, Jared Dudley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was pointing out that it's in the best interest of the players specifically to resume the season because like, if they don't, then they lose a lot of money and the CBA gets ripped up. So they have a pretty sweet deal now. <laughs> Right. And you don't want to lose that because yeah. they'll be negotiating from a position of weakness. So, uh, whenever you can salvage of the season, like you should. Um, so, I, that means even if your team is like has no chance of making the playoffs, you should still want to finish out the season. I hear I wouldn't mind the bubble sit, uh, the bubble team. I mean, not the bubble team, the bubble site thing, though. Like, like you said, it's the most likely that's what it's sounding right now. And, if the players really want to get back out there like that and they cool with that, I don't if see why every, not for if, them. I mean, the, the but, way I'm starting to feel about this virus is that, uh, like, I, I've accepted the fact that this is this is about to be a thing for a long time. Like, this mm-hmm. is about to change, like, life as we know. Like, I, I'm finally here, like, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Life has changed. Like, we, like, things have, will never, like, it's going to be pre and post. It's uh, yeah. nap time. Yeah, so it was like, uh-huh. to, okay, understanding that, what is the safest way that we can return to some form of normal, like normality? Like, like what can we do? Mm-hmm. If everybody who is involved in the bubble, so that's not just the players and the medical staff, but like I said before, the people who would have to work and live mm-hmm. there as well. So whatever. Everybody, like I need everybody to be safe. I do think that that is the safest way to resume play. 
yeah, I'm not saying they should, but it's the it's the safest way to do it. Like if you're going to do it, like this is a safer way. Yep. You cut down on travel. Like everybody yep. only has to travel one time, and they're there until it's time to leave. Um, so you you decrease the amount of travel significantly. Um, you can kind of centralize all your resources. Yeah, uh, that's you have, saving a lot of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can still have it where multiple teams are. I mean, multiple games are being played at once, so you don't have to worry about like limited court time. Um, and because there's no travel, you can do back to backs or uh, players games. have more energy. Mm-hmm. So. I, I mean, just from a pure logistics standpoint, like it, it makes the most, it's the safest possible way for them to resume. As a temporary fix. Yeah. And it's not like, like there's really no reason to travel to these different cities if there are no fans going to be there anyway. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Facts. So they can just go ahead and try to restructure these, because uh, the TV deals is probably going to go through the roof if they got to go through it like that. So they actually probably be in a position to maybe restructure. Because mm-hmm. this temporary boost to the well, TV I mean, ratings have, through their TV contracts or the networks. I hear what you're saying, but I think because they just signed their TV deal, like, and the fact that they've missed, I don't know how many months already. And March I mean, 11th was the last time. Oh, yeah, they would they wouldn't necessarily owe them. Yeah, they it's really, been, like a month it's really been two months, y'all. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think that they're just trying to salvage whatever they can, and I don't think that they're going to make. I would doubt that they try to strong arm networks into giving them more money. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, we'll we'll see where that goes. Um, we should be hearing some more news over the coming weeks and whatnot. Uh, Major League Baseball: the owners approved a proposal that Commissioner uh, Rob Manfred plans to present to players today. So they, as you're listening to this, it's already been presented. Um, and it was a return-to-play scenario that aims to have baseball back in home stadiums by early July. Yeah, no. Oh, shit. Oh, it's the lady outside. Hold on. I'm, I'm muted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he talked about my birds last week, nigga. He, hey, he didn't <laughs> yell at the dog. dogs. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was looking like Reggie Coos when he was walking back and forth. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> My bad. But um, so with yeah. the MLB thing, money is what is coming down to with them for the most part. Uh, the owners, because they're scared of all of the financial losses they take in with the fan-free stadiums, they actually want to do a fifty-fifty revenue split with the players. Mm-hmm. Reminder: Ooh. MLB has no salary cap. They don't do revenue this way, so. It's most likely that the players' association will be like, "Nigga, no," nah, and hang up the phone <laughs> about that part of the deal. Like that's going to have to be taken out. Um, some other things that the, the plan does talk about, though, outside of the money. So we'll they'll figure that out. But let's talk about the baseball aspects of it. So one thing they want to expand the playoff teams from ten to fourteen. Okay. Okay. Because that gives them more playoff games. Exactly, mm-hmm. and with more yeah. playoff games, there's more revenue. Mm-hmm. And are these like? Full time? Well, no, it's probably not. Is this just like wow for this upcoming season? Yeah, for yeah, this, for this se- season because of the, uh, this event. Yeah, gotcha. they want to. I think this they want to get everything started Fourth uh, of July weekend, which I was like, I okay, like I, on the nose baseball, but right, like well, you might want to start Fourth of July weekend. Might okay, no, no, but you're probably going to start 
And honestly, if baseball came back 4th of July weekend, it'd be the most cracking 4th of July weekend in a while because we all have been just starving for something. Like, and America's favorite sport. America's favorite unquote. pastime. Quote, unquote. <laughs> uh, it dropped down to an 82-game season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they would use home stadiums in areas that have local and state government approval. So if the ballpark ain't available because of the, the local laws or whatever... Uh, Manfred told owners that he would be prepared to move that team to another city to play home games. Mm. Uh. <laughs> he had ruthless. Bro. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, y'all, y'all not good. All right, we'll go over here then. Y'all play over there, like uh, so. You still gonna make people travel? Mm. I, I'm okay. guessing that that'll be their new home, though. I, I'm just saying, like he's still making teams travel, though. Oh yeah, they were actually talking about uh, the fact that oh, we'll get there. Uh. They're going to have a spring training 2.0 that'll start in June, since the season will start 4th of July. Everybody would have a, a DH, so there'd be a designated hitter in both AL and NL. Mm. And okay. I was wondering what y'all thought about that, because the NL is traditionally not with the right, designated the hitter. Right, the pitchers get the hit. Yeah. The got to hit. What, what, what's the point of that? Like, how does that help anything? Um, For... Pitchers are typically the best hitters. So, in with a universal DH or in in the NL, It'll save when the, the right, it gives you an extra hitter, like a good hitter yeah, to add to your lineup. Yeah. I, I mean, I get how the DH works. I'm saying, like, how did how why is that? why is this proposal in here part of like the coronavirus response? I don't I know. Think maybe it's, it's to help the uh, pitchers for their uh, like preserve the pitchers or something. I don't know. They, a lot of pol- political shit just get thrown they, in. They. Honestly, because they're going to probably have fewer game sites, they're probably playing more games, and they probably want the game to go as quick as possible. If you get more hitters, you yeah. can theoretically get the game over no. with quick. Well, no, because no, you get more pictures. Get more pictures, 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 exactly. pictures, <laughs> pictures give it That's up. That's what I said. Sometimes, like, be there man, all day. Hey, I'm you, maybe boss. they want to just increase the runs as opposed to the outs. I mean, offense sells games. Yeah. This is all they got. They got to come out with the heavy hitters. <laughs> Uh, they would have geographical chill out windows I'm not trying to update you right now fam <laughs> did nobody ask you to come all on my space when I'm trying to read from my show um, they're gonna have a geographical schedule so that means teams will only play in division opponents and interleague opponents in a similar area so like for example American League Central teams would play AL Central and NL Central teams Oh, makes sense because they're yeah, all in makes the same area. Yeah. So because if it's so heavy with the intradivisional schedules, it would limit travel because you you can travel to bus to nearby cities, but mm-hmm. like you still traveling, right? But basically, but my bus is better than my plane. Currently. Is it? Yeah. No, I'd rather be on the plane than the bus. <laughs> Hell, being on the bus, well, like six well, hours I was the planes is packed again. No. What you talking about? They got no. private <laughs> planes and stuff. Man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But hey. They gonna be on buses like it's 1960. Clock it all on the bus, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it'll be a 30 man roster with a taxi squad that would have uh, upward of 50 players available. What you clicking on, fam? You <laughs> should be clicking mute, my nigga. <laughs> hey, you looking my my son right here, nigga? I words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Daddy Ken on this episode. All right, I, I got words room, for you. Room, <laughs> I am up. upset with what you are saying right now. <laughs> the gentleman. Right. 
Please don't make me go outside to my vehicle. <laughs> I beg you, sir. I beg you. I'm telling you, it would not be a pretty sight. But yeah, that's what they think of baseball. Uh, Premier League. Tell them what they what they own. All right. So the uh, the Premier League said they won't be voiding uh, like the club titles and re- uh, relegation won't be canceled. Um, and the league is going to ask the government to allow some uh, games at home. So pretty much, what that mean? So pretty much, they're trying to they're going to take the bottom six teams, and they're saying they're either going to allow them to play against each other to decide who's going to get relegated or promoted at a, a neutral home site, mm-hmm. or if the teams don't feel comfortable enough or the players don't want to do it. Then they're going to use a mathematical based formula based, and they're going to add on like win percentage across the schedule and some a bunch of formulas and shit like that to calculate who would get promoted or relegated based on the rest of your schedule. So of course the players are probably like, "No, fuck that. Let me go ahead and play that shit out." Right, because I don't want yeah. math to determine exactly if where we playing at. Right. So, but it has to be like a universal decision type shit, and they got to send it over to the government to see if they're going to allow them to actually play these games. If the government allows them to, then. That's the next step in this process. But they're not going to forfeit no titles. They're not going to uh, just cut cats out and be like, oh, no, the season didn't end. So, yeah, I know you weren't. So they're going to pretty much, I guess it sounds like it's going to be whoever's in first is going to get the title, which is, I think, Liverpool. And the bottom six, figure it out from there. I'm like, that's... So my thing from there was I wonder how... If say the NBA can't resume, will they do the same thing? Probably not. They probably just said the season. This is no no champion season. Mm-hmm. I can't see the NBA doing that to one of these cities because no. Nah. I did see. I didn't actually watch the show, but I saw that the jump was discussing like whether or not you know any team, whatever team wins like the title, if they come back for the bubble, like should they have an asterisk? Mm. But wouldn't that don't teams that have like the lockout season teams have asterisks? No, asterisks well, no. is the only thing in baseball, and I think that's only for the home run. So then no, yeah, no, yeah. If people, if people. <laughs> I mean, I guess like head, then, right. That's what I'm. I'm thinking. Yeah, like I can understand why you would say that. Like the flow was was changed. People healed back from injuries who might not have been playing at certain points, so the schedule might have shook out different. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear. You, I hear you. Our, our MVP said he didn't have a hoop at his house, and I was just like, he's wow. Like, yeah, I was dumbfounded on that one. <laughs> I said, boy, if Nike didn't send him a hoop the next day, I don't know what they doing. <laughs> or build him one. <laughs> or he better send out some, some Bob the Builders to Giannis' house. I know you got Bob the Builders. <laughs> right. He better have been having somebody in the back of the, was it, Lemmings? The motherfuckers should have been in the backyard <laughs> building some shit. Drop off some more Greek freaks and some hoops, please. <laughs> for my boy, he's at the crib. I think but, Milton um, said he wasn't made, uh, able to work out either. Yeah, he ain't got a hoop either. Uh, what the fuck Not y'all team. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Get on it. No. <laughs> but, um... Oh, and Pat Connison, bro, you need to chill, bro. You've been doing a lot of uh, two-way sport retiring and playing another sport tweeting. I mean, ain't no. T- there's no sport for him to play at <laughs> No, it's because it's been a lot of conversation about like the MJ two way sport player thing, and he been he been tweeting a lot about him and liking comments and replying to cats a lot about this. And like, hey, bro, he probably, he just probably <laughs> respects just respect. that. Yeah, he respects people respect what he can do. Right. You know, he, he got that. He got what that was chip his on other the sport? Baseball. Baseball. Oh, I didn't know that. Very high regarding pitch. Yeah, he was very very good at baseball. Apparently. 
Mm. So just before we move on from this, like, Camille, I thought you brought up an interesting point about, like, what the new normal is going to be, like, once, mm-hmm. you know, they let us outside, essentially. Um, and one thing that Sh- Shams Sharania from uh, Yahoo Sports said, wait, no, The Athletic, said is that... Um, That's how you say his name? I never knew. I just be like, Sham. Yeah. Sham yeah. Sharania. Um he said that that Adam Silver is basically telling the players like if we're gonna come back like without a vaccine like you're just gonna kind of have to live with a certain level of risk, um, and I think that that's an important part for everybody to kind of wrap their heads around at this point mm-hmm. is that like one there it shouldn't be there won't be a vaccine probably for like up to an, another year or two, um, and that's quick exactly. Uh, yeah, and and that means that like once we are let outside like you kind of have to just take that into consideration that like we're just all living with the risk of contracting it and the point of flattening the curve was to make sure that we're not overloading emergency rooms like it wasn't you know like keep everybody from getting it while it passes like Mm -hmm. it's like it's still gonna be lingering so like stay vigilant essentially can't fail So there was a tweet that just came through said, from Shams. It says the NBA PA has sent a memo to agents stating since is players and NBA both want to finish the 2019-20 season and inform reps of the players listed below serving on new committee working with the league on potential plans. Who are these players listed below? Uh, the players listed below are... Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Jason Tatum, Kyle Lowry, and Dwight Powell. Okay. It's like we're going to get some NBA basketball this year, y'all. Yeah, they, they said they want to like, nah, bro. We all been working hard this summer. Everybody took off. Everybody like, nah, I ain't playing no, nothing else to work for this season. So I guess everybody like, nah, fuck that. We're going to finish this season. Again, because they want that money. I was say, and the money. <laughs> I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. That's some good news. Well, on that on that high note, let's go to the radio. No, I'm good, boss. I see what you did there. No, I'm good, boss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, Ken, if someone is new here, could you please explain to them what the radio segment is? Um, yeah, so the radio segment is... Um, we play, we have a radio station. Um, Tim is our DJ. Um, DJ, um, give it to me. Um, we play a song that is sport, um, adjacent, written, um, composed, um, you know, by a uh, member that's in the, um, sports realm. Um, so yeah, so this is our back room. I mean, yeah, our production meeting. Backstage production meeting. Yeah, that's what I said. You said back room like we in the shanty, fam. Why are you being shanty? It's the first word that popped in my head. I don't know why. You just had that just chilling right there, huh? It was just, it was just shanty, just huh? shanty. You just say that on a regular. It's just, just right there to the front. I don't know where it came from. I have not said that word in a long time. So, as Ken was saying, we're in our backstage production meeting, and right now we're going to talk about what song we're going to air, how we're going to go live on air, and all that good stuff. So, we bring in y'all backstage. 
The song this week is the L.A. Lakers rap all-stars, Just oh Say No. It's the name of the song. Oh Just God. Say No. Can we say no to this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, this was, uh, I'm good, boss. I'm good. No. <laughs> I like, back in the 80s, like, everybody thought they could rap. Like, yeah. Like, that, it was just a thing. Like, there was no, there was no art to it. It was just, oh, yeah, you can say some words to a beat. <laughs> and now you got a rap song so like this this video includes like everybody like don't, like everybody even Pat Riley got some bars off at one point <laughs> yeah wow. Michael Cooper AC Green Kareem <laughs> on here James Worthy Magic like the, the Lakers oh, the are on the like West Matthews Senior the, <laughs> the Lakers are on the track camp. and most of them introduce themselves with their names so you'll know mm-hmm. who's rapping because it's the it's, I'm it's every the day and I'm here to say <laughs> <laughs> Hey, somebody gonna start beatboxing this shit? Right. Tell. Right. No, Tim be the one that's doing the beat on the table and shit. So he can rap at the same time. He gotta he gotta multitask. Anyways, Tim, do you wanna go live on the air talking and then cue the song in? Let the beat start and then I'll talk over the beat. Okay. So Ken, you counting down the start of the song, everything. Get us live on air, please. Count us down. Five, four. Three, two, one. WTCK Radio, 69.9 FM, where 69 is fine. WTECK Radio 69.9 Mr. Give It To Me. We got the Laker All Stars. Like the rap All Stars. Just say no. I don't need drugs, I got a higher thing My sky hook makes the team look good But there's a hook we gotta shake from the neighborhood My name is Weston on the court, I'm rough Out here on the street, you all gotta get tough Say no to drugs, call a drug man's blood Call me Smurf, give my team my best When you really care, you can do no less But the game's much more serious Big Cause drugs make booze up all of us My name is Mike, but they call me cool My main hangout is up around the pool we play hard, but we still play smart. We never let drugs tear us apart. I'm AC Green with the word. Can't win the game with division blurred. Train your child the way to go. And when the drug man comes, I don't. And the video is worse than the song. Like, the video is wild. They all got shades on. Some of them have to fly. They got some. That's the thing, bro. It's cold now, but like. Ken, why all your teams make bad songs? <laughs> I don't know this. All your team players think they rappers. Kaden, Kaden, your daddy teams make bad songs. Hey, your daddy teams make bad songs, buddy. I'm Oh, Jesus Christ. They still rap. Just say no. 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 Just say no.
At least they can actually play. I'm glad they can play back. And broad. Man, if they was garbage, then they put this out there. You can't make no song like that when you trash, man. Like really the Bears only got that off because they won the Super Bowl. That's yeah. Oh, magic. Dude just watching like, what is going on right now? Yeah, that's your team. It's your team. You cheer for them. I'm not gonna lie, the chorus is kind of good. Yeah, by the end, I was kind of like, unironically. So I'm here to tell you the best play of all. Say no to drugs because life is ball. Oh, Pat Riley. Ball, 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 is that more likely at least half of that team was on cocaine like regularly? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Dang, like Ken, Ken, <laughs> Ken hated that song so much he hung up, man. Man, <laughs> I'm bad. I'm sorry. It was, it was too much. It was too much to bear. <laughs> it was despicable, bro. Couldn't it hurt handle. my soul. <laughs> so remember, like, next, week for, huh? next week for the radio. Next week for the radio. Y'all got to say y'all favorite Tech file song before each of us have to come to the radio next week with our top four or our top song that we played. I can on already radio. tell y'all mine gonna be Leo Rush from last week. <laughs> oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Part of that said I don't remember half the songs, but <laughs> mine came on the other day. I was like, ah, yeah, this was my, one of my favorites. What was yours? What, what's yours? I'm gonna. I'm gonna I got you next week. You ain't gonna tell people. You don't tell me what you got. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the last dance. Episodes seven and eight came on this past weekend. We got one more weekend of the last dance, and then uh, then it's, it's gone. <laughs> WWE did start the Undertaker's last ride this past right. week. My free trial ended, so uh, I'm back to <laughs> my free trial. <laughs> so, uh, what was your key takeaways from this weekend's? This weekend's things. I think this weekend's set of episodes might have been my favorite thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I caught episode eight. You didn't so, see seven? I saw like the last ten minutes of seven. Uh, you missed the whole... Yeah, you missed when he said about his first retirement and baseball career. They call him Error Jordan fam. Error Jordan. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> the, the retirement, like I was, the thing that I was sports, about, oh, Sports Illustrated. Yes, the thing that I took away from the retirement is just like trying to imagine what it will be like in the social media age. Like, can you just imagine like a thirty-year-old MVP retiring to go play baseball? No, like it, like after three straight titles, like if Steph Curry just like walked away, it's like yeah, you know, I'm done. I'm about to go play golf. Yeah, mm. he's good at golf, apparently. Yeah, it had have been wild. That'd have been real wild, like the. Mm. An underrated part of it is that it was like a couple weeks before training camp started. Yeah, 
<laughs> your, your entire like ace in the hole is just gone. Yeah, your best player like is like, I'm out of here. And how they found out like he's at a baseball game and then leak out that he's gonna retire the next day and then it's just like, oh shoot. <laughs> he had to dip. He had to go. I mean, your marketing, like, all of that. He gone, bro. <laughs> then, too, like, when he got to Birmingham, like, he, like they were going crazy over him. So he, had, he had catch his first game playing on the ground, trying mm. to, like, peek yeah. through the fence just to see him. Oh, like, yeah. This, that's, like, nuts, yo. And, like, I always thought it was crazy that he started out in double-A, but it makes sense when they explained it in the doc, which was <laughs> that... Lower than double A couldn't accommodate media mm-hmm. for as much media as was going to be following that team. So, mm-hmm. but he wasn't even bad. Well, he wasn't. He considered he was improving. Yeah, I, all things considered, he was. He was. He did pretty well. Yeah, like, I've been saying like, that on yeah. this show. If he wasn't like Michael years Jordan, now, because everybody was expecting him to be Michael Jordan, like he is playing basketball. That's the only reason why people say like he was trash, but he, he was he was. He hadn't. Put, I didn't ever think about it until his trainer was on there talking about like retraining his body. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that, and he was like, "You might be ruining your your basketball career in the future because we're training it for a whole different set of emotions right now." And mm-hmm. also, how they were kind of pushing the his dad's death on him and the media was that was like what? Like I probably were retired too, fam. So they were trying to blame him for his dad's death. Yeah. So yeah. essentially, like he, because that was still in the middle of all the the gambling and him going to Atlanta City during the playoffs and all the different dudes talking about, oh, he owed me money or he owed me money, I should say. But that's the thing. Like it seems like he was good about paying his debts because again, he rich. So it's right. Like, like, I don't see like one thing you can say about Jordan is that he's not a sore loser. So. Plus, he was taking everybody money, so. <laughs> well, gambling in a way, but he was winning. <laughs> like, he knew, he knew what, uh, he knew the risk he was taking uh-huh. when he gambled. And he didn't mind if he didn't make, if he didn't get it, because he thought he was going to win every time. Exactly. So, he won more yeah. than he lost. But, huh? No, I was saying, I'm sure he won more than he lost, and he kept gambling and shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he came back to the Bulls. And then we got to see some practice footage. And Tim, I'm telling you, the fact that you missed the practice footage, he was on Scott Burrell like heels, family. Oh, I seen Scott, that. Scotty couldn't do nothing. He was breathing. That. And Mike's like, stop being soft, ho. And it's like, whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I seen make, that. I seen make that. the free throw, ho. Because he said he was trying to get in Scott's head. And he was like, Scott was just a real nice dude, bro. Like, he was really trying to be a dick to him. And he, he couldn't get to him. <laughs> like on one hand, like I kind of understand like where he's coming from, where he's saying like if they can't take it from me, like that means that they probably can't take it when stuff gets tight in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like there's a way to do that without a huge dick. <laughs> like yeah, it was, he was, it was like was it, yeah, <laughs> it was like his method to achieving that, and it's like it made me think like is that the only because like that's the story you hear about Kobe. Kobe was the same way. And it was making me think, and I was like, are most great, mm-hmm. like, I know most great players are psychos, because mm-hmm. you, you kind of have to be in order to be great. But then I was like, do they all have to be a-holes, too? No. Because, to I mean, like, things. people have won before without leading that way. Like, shit, Kobe's on teammate. Like, Shaq didn't lead that way. Like, Shaq was yeah. 
a dominant personality, but he didn't rule through fear. Like he, he was he was good cap. He was a good yeah. cap. He can't um, back. Yeah, LeBron is like again, like he's a force of personality, but he doesn't like, do it. By, he doesn't rule by the energy and shit. Yeah, yeah, like he he tried to bring everybody in. Um, so like there are different ways. I mean, like I guess leadership style is dictated by the person's personality. Mm-hmm. And like, but that still doesn't necessarily make it right. It's just like that's his way of leadership. That's the only yeah. way we know how. And for him, if it was working, it was working. He he won six he won six championships like with three with two different sets of guys pretty much like the second three peats cast was different than the first three peats cast and it's like I got why he got emotional at the end like I was like that's kind of like that's that's tight like it was kind of one of those things where it's like I like I drove myself crazy <laughs> trying to make them better yeah like it was work like I mean and it worked though but he was making them better he really was. I thought that's more focusing on the results than the process. <laughs> like, just because it works doesn't mean it was the right way to do it. True. Yeah, but he can't do nothing about that now. I see why you were no, I, I get that. I'm just saying, like, people are kind of prescribed, like what you were talking about before, where you're like, oh, is that the yeah, only way? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, I think that that's the wrong, I, that's the wrong uh, lesson that people are taking away from it. Like, that's exactly why I wanted to bring that up. And you, you knocked it right off the park. But can we talk about your boy BJ real quick? You want to talk about your boy DJ? <laughs> Man, when that popped up, I was like, dog, this nigga over here probably over there, like, yes! <laughs> but, like, I watched it, and, like, BJ was, he was saying, like, I knew what I was doing, like, but when else, like, it's not like the Hornets were going to win that series. Right. When else am I going to get a chance to celebrate beating Michael Jordan in the playoffs? So, fuck it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> like, and, and he could. Yeah. yeah, he was good. And like, and he knew exactly what was gonna happen to him when he did that. We were like, you know, I was <laughs> But I think that also, um, like, comparing that to the LeBradford Smith, uh, which LeBradford really, but <laughs> uh, like comparing those two things kind of shows you like whether BJ talks shit after hitting that shot or not. Um, like Jordan was gonna come back and kill him. Like yeah. if he had to create a story. Or just like took the internal motivation of losing, like anything. He woke up a giant regardless, like by hitting the game winner over him. So shit, he, he was sitting there looking like a little psycho after he lost, but what a bat! I have never been more terrified of a dude that is not in the same room with me, <laughs> without like flexing physically. Like Mike Tyson is a different type of intimidating, but like just watching him talk shit with a cigar and a bat in his hand, I'm like. He crazy. Oh, no parts of that. That's when, I, that's when I knew, like, he's actually a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cold. Yeah, anybody control. can talk when, not they, when they help by six or seven <laughs> points. A real, a mark of a real man is uh, talking shit when it's zero, zero. <laughs> he had to swing a bat to keep himself calm. <laughs> and, and smoke, smoke at the same time. <laughs> and lean in his He was life. smoking mad cigars. Man. All the time. That's how that's He knew word. he was about to be done with the league. He was like, look, fam. <laughs> I mean, like, the amount of cigars and beer that they had in, like, 98. I'm like, like, LeBron puts a million dollars into his body a year. And yeah. Jordan out here drinking Miller Lights and smoking uh, smoking cigars. <laughs> That's something I think about randomly. Like, if, if some of the old era players were able to, like, play now, not just because the era fits them better, but just think of, like, technology and how much more yeah, they man. know. Like, it was common to drink at halftime and... 
Like, they just didn't know stuff. Like, they yeah. didn't know how to rest their bodies. They didn't know how to train effectively. Some didn't even work out the whole summer and would just come back mm-hmm. and be like, I'm here. Like, some go to Vegas in the middle of the season. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, I think, though, like, I wonder how certain players would have turned out if they would have had just better, if they would have taken better care of their bodies because they knew better. Like, they had all the stuff laid out. Yeah. Or how long just because you know better doesn't mean you'll do better. That's true. That's why I had to. That's why I had to raise it that way. Right. Because you still have people in this generation that like kind of get by on their own skill and don't really maximize. Looking at you, Carmelo Anthony. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I'm just saying, like once you know, like people can get by on talent, and like you're just naturally better than people. But once some of that starts to slip a little bit, like, you can be out of there real quick. Like Iverson was like that too. Um, yeah. Like as soon as he lost a single half a step. Like, that was a rap for him because he didn't put in the work mm. Mm-hmm. to keep it up. Jordan was putting in work, though. Yeah. Filming Space Jam, working out afterwards and playing the pickup game. And I was like, what kind of schedule was this man trying to keep? Oh, before before we go there, I know there's a lot of Jordan haters that was talking about how uh, he passed that game-winning shot. Well, he should have he, he shot. Taking a shot. Yeah, he should have Scotty was wide open too, though. Scotty had no clue that ball was coming. <laughs> Scotty wasn't because cut Jordan to score. Shot. Yeah. That's why he had no yeah. ball was coming because Jordan was supposed to take that shot. Yeah, like he normally do. Exactly. Yeah. Right after you got the ball ripped, yeah, that was yeah. I mean, it happens. Everybody's no one's perfect. But can you imagine? What uh, Nick Anderson face looked like when he saw Jordan came back out with twenty three. <laughs> Oh, and then he, he did hoot that game too. Yeah, <laughs> like, the he ain't uh, ass face, bro. Right. Hey, that probably struck fear in that motherfucker. He probably <laughs> shit. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, bro. I guess I shouldn't have said nothing about that forty-five. <clears throat> Cooking his goofy ass. But yeah, he had <laughs> he had Space Jam pickups with a whole bunch of people. Apparently, the director said it wasn't just uh, Hoopers. It was actually like celebrities there, like he said. George Clooney was there a few days, hooping with him, and whatnot. So, the interesting thing about those runs to me, I was kind of like, I can get young players being like, "Yeah, I want to play with Jordan," mm-hmm. but I can also, I also kind of been like paranoid, like, "What you want? Which one? Which one? Why?" Because <laughs> I'm sure all the players already knew about how he was. Like that's not a secret at that. Oh point. yes, probably. And the nigga really did it to scout. Like, yeah, he he wanted to hoop, but he wanted to scout. He's like, I ain't been in the league for a couple years. Let's check out Reggie. Check out a couple of players. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? What, y'all, what, what can y'all do? Oh, okay. And it's interesting because, like, they're thinking that they're there to just pick up games with Jordan. And Jordan, like, nah, I'm just here to fight, figure out what the fuck y'all can and can't do. <laughs> Which is why Giannis doesn't work out with anybody. Yeah. Which is fair. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Don't pick up my flaws. Like, you know my strengths and weakness? Nah, I'm good on that. But I do no. think it's interesting that the LeBron haters have nothing to say about Jordan working out with other players, but that's mark of LeBron being the Antichrist or whatever. Yeah. But I, I, really I don't think, yeah. But the, the thing with that whole thing is, like, I don't think, unless I could be wrong, I don't think Jordan ever said anything negative about players working out with each other. No, no, no. I'm not saying Jordan did. I'm saying, like, the same people that not LeBron for... Oh, for doing it, I got you, I got you, the truth, I got you, yeah. Right, like, it's a mark of, like, the current NBA being soft and new buddy-buddy and all that other shit, like, Jordan was always going out with with, uh, with 
opponents. Like he even got mad that one of his opponents didn't talk to him in a George restaurant. But what I read George actually Carl. is because they both went to uh, UNC and apparently yeah. had alumni network. Like they knew each other, and he was like, mm-hmm. "You can't even say hi to me." But then again, George Carl couldn't have won because if he would have said hi, Jordan would have been like, "I'm about to bust you tomorrow." Right. And if he didn't say hi, he's mad because he didn't say that. So like, "I'm about to bust you tomorrow." So it's like right. he's about to be Jordan either way. But all I thought of was George Carl strikes again, bro. Stand <laughs> up again, bro. I don't know, like saying say hi to name. Jordan. So y'all, I don't know, like saying his name. You right? He came over to Milwaukee, fucked our shit up. Like, come on, bro. And then he, then he kind of crashed and burned on the way out from Denver too. Yeah, like. George Carl strikes again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now we changed my whole mood. I'm going to talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was no the the uh. Speaking of George Carl, them Sonics. Uh, when they showed Michael Jordan the video of Gary Payton. <laughs> Talking about some, you know, I had him rattled. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The laugh initially, I was like, "This nigga here with this laugh, dog." Once again, a psycho. Like he, (laughs) but with that look, though, he was like, "What, nigga? What?" And he had the back like, I had no problem. I had no problem with the glove, man. But like that does bring up an interesting point because I feel like I don't know if it was both episodes or just episode eight, but. Like, I felt like there were way too many excuses in there. Like, when they were going up against Orlando, it's like, oh, you know, he was tired from baseball. But, like, his numbers weren't bad in that series. Like, no, he averaged, like, 31, 32. So, like, you can't... Which is still he was rusty. Like, he was cold, there for a month. Oh, he was so tired. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he was rusty. But then also, like, he's like, oh, I had other stuff on my mind. But if you look at the numbers, again, like, when Gary Payton switched on to him, his numbers dropped. So... Yeah, but he can't admit that the glove may have. Yeah, he would never say that. Like, I know, but I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not taking that. Uh, you taking it away from him, like he was trash. Like, oh, I was just busting his ass, and only you know Gary Payne to get on and talk shit. If there was a like a, a live IG <laughs> live or some shit, Gary would put up the numbers. Like, what you talking about, Mike? <laughs> and Mike would look at him the same way he did when he saw that video and laugh and probably mm-hmm. be like, "Would I do? Would I do this game? Or would you I?" You know, Gary would talk, I he still talk shit. Well, I heard him on all the shit. smoke. All Gary Payton do is talk, man. <laughs> they actually asked, they asked uh, Gary Payton on that. Um, what player would he want to play one-on-one, but with his rules? So, like, 90 Eric Regan handshake and whatnot. Like, what NBA player who's playing now would you want to play one-on-one? Gary Payton. That's- no. He said, that boy in Boston. Let me get Marcus Smart. Marcus really? Smart? Yeah. He said he liked the way he played. He think that would, in 90s rules, they would have some fun with each other. Pause. Mm-hmm. I think Smart would probably excel in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, he definitely would have excelled in the 90s. He also said he would want to play Pat Bev. He would want to play Pat Bev. And then he said uh, his favorite player to watch is uh, John Morant. And I was like, yeah, yes, me too. Baby, <laughs> yeah, I was highly honest. Uh, but, he wanted to play Black Air Forces, but he wanted to watch Ja. I got you. <laughs> I know none of y'all watch it, but Game of Zones had a hilarious joke about. I do um, be watching them. I haven't. I didn't oh. see the recent one. Well, yeah, on the latest episode, like they had a hilarious joke about uh, Paul Pierce. So, mm-hmm. is it fuck him? <laughs> oh shit! I feel like everybody started running with that after we uh, 
we they said listen that, yeah, exactly exactly most overrated legend that was Just like give, episode give 33 like that was a long long time ago. you said that a long long time ago for real and then really? last year it was like everybody's like, I ain't, I ain't Paul Pierce. And I was like, wait, wait, when y'all, wait. <laughs> the only person I was saying it back then was Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, last dance was tight. They talked about when Steve Kerr got punched. Mike didn't even have Steve Kerr number. He was like, man, I feel bad, man. I have to give him a call. He was literally doing the team. Man, my fault. He, he respected Kerr after that, but Kerr yeah. like, I ain't no bitch. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Steve Kerr ate that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he ate that punch. <laughs> hey, he punched first, so, you know. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I'd have to catch Mike slipping, dog. Oh, he's six. <laughs> six. dirty, what yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do, Tell? I just catch him slipping. You niggas slip up every day. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. You surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that is a question I had though. Like, so if you Scott Burrell, like, really, what is, like, what can you even do? Like, you can't like haul off and hit Michael Jordan. Hell no. Steve did it. Why can't Steve I? Steve did shit. Hit him back. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Steve hit hey, him Steve back. He hit him first. See, you know what the fuck? Happened. Hey, listen. I'm sure Jordan was elbowing him in the neck and shit. I seen him coming through on a rip one time. I'm like, damn, why is that ball out like that, bro? You know why. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah apparently that was a Kobe special. Uh, like, Kobe gets shit? To... Nah. Yeah. Where do you think Kobe's Kobe got it from, man? He was like, mm. Like, we can accidentally pull a chair from under him and trip him at the same time. He, he was watching that 90s basketball. I was like, I can, I, I think I can sneak some of this in, into my game. He was playing 90s basketball. <laughs> oh, shoot, you're right. We throw the ball as hard as we can, five feet away from each other and shit. <laughs> like I think I don't know if it was Roger Bell or Matt Barnes, but somebody that he got into it with was like that was why they did it. He kept elbowing them like on like rip through moves and shit. Yeah, no. I think it was Roger Bell when he closed on them. <laughs> them little bitty moves, bro. Like cats be really like I, I used to hate that shit when motherfuckers used to run by trying to contest a shot and they'd like poke you in the stomach on the way past, or tap you on the stomach and shit. I hated that shit. I hated that shit. But like, stop fucking touching me, nigga. That's why they did it. I was gonna say like that's the entire point. Once you reacted, they were like, "I'm gonna keep doing it." <laughs> no, I didn't react to it. I just hated it. It wasn't something I reacted to. It's just oh, something right. I internally was like, "I really hate when niggas do that shit to me." Bro. Oh, I, hear you. I feel you. Yeah, it ain't nice when niggas just pokey. Jesus. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what you on, bro. Any other thoughts on the last dance before we move, we move forward? No, we good. We can move. <laughs> Money in the bank. Sorry, what's your thing? Okay, I was like, uh, someone gonna I say it. I it took place it. this. It took place this weekend. Listen, all you gotta watch is the Money in the Bank match. You don't need to watch nothing else. Okay, bet. Just that. I'm it's only like twenty five minutes. Okay, That's all you gotta watch. Like that, the pay per view so, hour and a half, two hours. It was two and a half hours, and Vince said that he's going to keep pay per views um, shorter until they move back into arenas because that's what he plans to do. Keep a short period, for sure. Right. <clears throat> uh, so I think me and Tim, you're going to want to watch it. I just said ain't nothing worth watching but the Money in the Bank match. So I just wanted to know, Tim, after you were so hyped, I was hyped too. What did you think of uh, pay per view? The pay-per-view as a whole... Or, I'm sorry, the match. The match. The match, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. Like, 
you can tell us where they super cut some of the shit. I'm like, damn, that was some bad editing right there. But what's y'all? <laughs> but other than that, like it was, it was cool. I, t- I told y'all ass. Vince can't help himself. He's gonna throw a nigga off the roof. We agree with you on that. Yeah. We're talking bad about you. That motherfucker doubled said- down and threw two. No. That's why I can't wait to watch this shit. Dude. No, well, we said when you said she was coming back through the wall, like the Kool-Aid thing, that's what was stopping you, man. Not someone who needed like a nemesis, uh, we needed somebody terrorizing cats out the blue out of nowhere, duh. And for AJ Styles, it was the Undertaker. That was, yeah, that was, like, it was a, it was a fun match. It was fun. It ended, felt like, it ended, like, abruptly to me, like, when they finally got up to the top, like, it felt like they kind of rushed through it, but... Yeah, I didn't understand what they were doing. Like, I didn't understand the thing between Corbin and Oscar. I didn't understand yeah. what what that was about. I'm like, why is he, bro? Leave her alone, bro. <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, it was the that match. It was cool. It was a couple moments where I was like, oh, okay. And the food fight was funny. The special guest appearances was funny. Like, yep. And I think Sam said that it was funny how that turned out. But Sam said that Otis was only in there for the uh, comic relief, and then he won the whole thing. I was like, that's why I was like, it's funny that she hates you. Someone added us, because I laughed last week when I said his name <coughs> was in the lineup. And uh, it's because I like, I like Otis' character, but I thought he was literally just there for kicks and giggles. Like, uh, so they pushing the shit Santino. out of him. <laughs> what, What's up with Tucker? I don't know. <laughs> his tag team partner. Tucker, that ain't a part of the picture no more, fam. He just disappeared, bro. Is like, he really just... with, um, what's her name, Mandy? Not in real what's, life. Like in real life? No. Yeah. No, oh, okay, that's just game. I ain't know if it was real life together. But yeah, I would say just watch that match. It was it was enjoyable. Bad. And it's when they get to Vince's office, the reason that they don't actually fight in Vince's office, the mayor, I was a little told, too. The mayor told me this. <laughs> we all knew they were going to go in Vince's uh-huh. office. Like, the reason that they didn't actually get to fight in Vince's office is because... He has a T-Rex head. You saw it on the wall. It's like a T-Rex head. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a real one. And mm. he didn't want to risk anybody messing nothing up. And I was like, how rich do you have to... Are you when you got a T-Rex head? Do I got a real? <laughs> a real T-Rex, T-Rex, T-Rex head. head. Like, you, could just, you just went and bought that, huh? You could, we, just, we could just go out here and buy T-Rex heads. A whole That's T-Rex head. A real one. That's you can afford a T-Rex head, but you can't get people... <clears throat> what? He could move that head a long time ago, Paul. I know. You can afford a whole T-Rex head, but your employees can't get health insurance. Right, because mm. they're independent contractors because you want to play it that way. Mm. Anyways, some good news from wrestling, too. Uh, Becky Lynch announced on Raw that she's pregnant. So she's going to, she had to, uh, she said she stepped away for a while. It was, it was a really, fuck, really too. cute segment. And um, Oscar broke character, and she was so happy. Like she was just geeked, and it was it was beautiful to see. So um, Becky Lynch is engaged to Seth Rollins, who's also a WWE uh, performer. Shoot the club uh, up. You said what? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing hey, what I'm sure will be Messiah. <laughs> While she was the champ too. That that's what I thought was interesting. I was like, why are you the champ? I'm like, but I guess you know, time waits for nobody. You want what you ski, want. Ski ski. I mean. We don't know their situation, so <laughs> I won't speculate on I anything don't. like that. Just congrats if they're pregnant. Yeah, congrats. Shut the club up. I'll see you. <laughs> this is the first of what I'm sure will be many uh, quarantine babies. Oh, oh man. Yeah. They're going to come out the world. Right. There's going to be so many new Sagittarius around this motherfucker. 
If my Man. wife wasn't pregnant, she damn well would have been, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Limba earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking over doing yoga poses now and shit. Any blow to us, y'all? No, okay. Take time five time then. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. Tech top five. Last week was favorite NBA players of our lifetime. Eric, I believe you won that poll. Remember, you served me, right? I did. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Ken. It was Ken. You sure it wasn't Ty? Oh, my girl. Was it? Was it? <laughs> it was I. My fault, player. Congrats, Tim. Congrats. Oh, damn. I was like, I didn't think I won. I was like, no, that ain't me. I knew it wasn't me. So I was like, oh, I thought my fault, Tim. Congrats, sir. Congrats on your victory. He finally got it done. I think I got yeah, the last three. I knew that BJ list wasn't winning for shit. <laughs> you have some votes, though. People would vote for it. But um, this week we're just gonna do our top five favorite of albums. So. <clears throat> Tim, you wanna kick us off? Sure. Um, number five. These are all just my personal favorites. <clears throat> That's all. Yeah. Everybody's list is. Um, number five. I got "In My Own Words" by Neo. I knew that <laughs> had to be. A, I knew it <laughs> had to be on your list, man. You yeah, love you some Neo, fam. Now, wait, is that the one with "Say It" or "Mirror"? Uh, "Say It." No, yeah, that album comes. Yeah. yeah. That Oh, no, I'm sorry. Mirror. Mirror's on that one. That's the first one? Yeah, the first album. Oh, God damn it. Because <laughs> this uh, Mirror was or say You got to make sure you got the right album. Yeah, <laughs> no, all because of you was dope, too. Because it was right there. All because, all because of you was the one that had Say It on it. If I, no, wait. No, yeah. I'm right. No. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty yeah, sure that one had Say It on it, though. Uh, I thought Say It was the first one. Neo was on All Because of You. So Mirror was the first one. Mirror was on the first one. Okay, and you were saying the second one. No, I want the first one. You want the Uh, first one? My own words, like Mirror and shit like that, and Stay and Time Mm -hmm. and uh, So so Sick and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, number four. (laughs) Good on. I have. Let's see. I'll go with uh, Miguel. Mm. Uh, his first one. Oh, the first uh, one. Was that uh, called Miguel? You said what? Was that called Miguel? No, it was. Uh, shit. Let me go back over. You don't got the names of the albums. <laughs> <laughs> For real, Tim. Listen, I'm partying. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, nigga, you, that's why they should have been done. All I wanted party, you nigga. is the first album. All I wanted you is the first. Yeah, album. I thought so, but I didn't want to be wrong. All I yes, wanted you. Uh, number three, I'm, I got uh, Illuminati, J. Cole. Uh, okay. Number, I mean, Born Center. I'm tripping. Born oh, Center, like J. Cole. Like I said, I'm partying. Leave me. I'm trying to work my way through this. Uh, <laughs> number, <laughs> number two, I got Confessions, Usher. And number one, I got uh, Nothing Was the Same, Drake. Mm. Okay. Definitely mm. one. Definitely on my list. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, so I, I was. Struggling. Is it interesting that you went with all because of you or whatever the fuck? All no, I went with um, In My Own Words. No, I was talking about the Miguel album because like uh, Kaleidoscope was on my short list, but... That's a cold album. That's a cold album, though. Uh, So five, I got The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. 
Five. Four. Man on the Moon one. Yes. Three. The album noir. Black album. The black album. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Section 80. Kendrick Mm -hmm. Lamar. Mm -hmm. Okay. And one. Late registration. Kanye West. I like this list. I like this. All right. For me, number five. I have Justin Timberlake, the 2020 Experience Part One. Mm, okay. Played through album for me. Came out around the time me and my husband like met. It has a very like the album just goes. It reminds me of that whole summer. And then we, mm. you know, marriage is, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the wedding joint. Number four. And like honeymoon. <laughs> 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 Number four. I got uh, Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Mm. I think the fact that you can play the album forward and backwards is still, and it's two different stories, is like, it blows my mind. Number three, Marvin Gaye, I Want You. I know that um, Let's Get It On is the more popular album, but I will stand on the fact that I think I Want You is the better album. I love this one, too. It's, it's a vibe. Like, literally, yeah. throw on Marvin Gaye, I Want You, and just let it play. Just turn it on and let it play. For sure. Go to the party and let it play, and you will enjoy yourself. Number two, I got Black Street, Another Level. Okay. It's classic, classic. I mean, I'm on my favorite album. And then number one, Jay-Z, the Black Album. Oh, Shout out to my cousin Mike. We got that album. He got it on bootleg. <clears throat> I didn't buy it for some time until I got older. But, you know, we had to do what we had to do. And he came, he came by. He's like, I got it. I got the black album. And he put it in my three disc CD changer. Mm-hmm. And we played Madden while we had the album on repeat. Mm-hmm. Just hours. Black album Madden. <laughs> hey, we had a dude that stole CDs from Target. <laughs> Camille, somebody me and you know. <laughs> so you don't know. I mean, we oh, had already- the CD because... Because niggas, this nigga used to steal over Target, bro. And we used to just pay him and shit. I, I already know who you're talking about, man. Oh, hell no. every CD. Dude, I swear. Anyway. All right, so... Um, <laughs> and number five, I have the um, miseducation of um, Lauryn Hill. Um, number four, nothing was the same, Drake. Um, three, college dropout. Two, ready to die, Biggie. Mm. And then number one, my dark twisted fantasy Kanye. That's my favorite Kanye. <clears throat> this, this, this album. album is amazing. Did y'all have any honorable mentions? I had quite a few. Yeah, I do. I got like two. I'm, I got <laughs> the I documentary. Got I got the documentary game. Uh. Uh-huh. And then John Mayer room um room for squares. <laughs> oh, John Mayer. Huh? Oh, I thought you were going to say Continuum. I was going to be like, yes. <laughs> but no. Continuum fired up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got Continuum. John Mayer is on my short list. Erica Badu, Baduism. Yeah. Um, Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. And uh, Will Smith, Big Willie Style. Dog, that Big Willie Style used to go hard. Used to ride in the Jeep, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might be a double entendre. Like the title, like I just never thought about it. Big Willie style? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I had, uh, I liked Anderson Pack's Malibu. It was up there. 
and uh, freaking uh, all because of you, Neil, like we said before, and um, <clears throat> Free Black, the Black's first album. Okay. We heard that on the way back from when we went to Minnesota. That was the first time I heard uh, any of his music. And I was like, dude, this motherfucker, like, who the fuck is this? Or as some say, Six Lack. Six Lack. Well, that's what I really call him. I call him Six Lack, but I think I played that album. I think the once I heard the song, one song, I think I went and found his music, and that album had just dropped or something like that around that time. And I think I played that the rest of the ride back. <laughs> and shout out to Ari Lennox. That's probably like my favorite new album that's come out recently. Eric, what are some of your honorable mentions, though? Uh, Love, Hate, Dream. Mm, that's, that's, great. A, that's a really good one. That's a good one. That was one of my favorites. I forgot about Jamie Foxx, too. Jamie uh, Watch the Throne. The oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, House of Balloons. Uh, what's his name? The Weeknd. Weekend. Uh, I had something else, but I deleted it. So, good enough. Oh, random. Last Train to Paris. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> good album. I agree. I don't know if I'll say favorite, but good album. <laughs> Yeah, Last Train to Paris was a whole vibe. Well, if y'all was sitting here wondering some music to listen to, we just gave y'all a whole bunch of albums to check out, so do that. We hope y'all enjoyed the show this week. That's it. That's all. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me at Camille Monet. C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E because your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. At BuzzBurn on Twitter. That's all you get. Goddamn right. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. I'm kharris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And it's your boy, T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka Ask Catch Him, aka Mr. Give It To Me. Uh, say la vie. <laughs> I'll find you something next week. See y'all yeah. next week. T shirt yeah. orders closed on the 19th. Get yours. Get your T shirts. Three year anniversary next week. Come on. Oh, yeah. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.